Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me. And I am your host, Angelica. This is the podcast that talks about a little bit of everything. So sit back and enjoy the show. It's 90 Day Fancy Time with my co-host, Nikki Von Why, hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me. And of course, we are talking about everything 90 Day of Sunday night's episode of Before the 90 Days, Fatal Attraction. We're on season six, episode seven. I don't even know what to say about the season so far. I feel like because we see repeat couples, it kind of is getting on my nerves and I just tend to fast forward it. I don't know what you think so far. We're what I could say halfway because I don't know when the season's going to end, but we're on episode seven. What are your yeah, thoughts? I know I, I noticed that I'm not seeing anything that I want to. I. I I'm I'm waiting for some sort of a spin. I'm waiting for I don't know. I'm waiting for something. I'm waiting for something to happen. I mean, I'm tired of Jasmine crying all the time for no reason. I, I don't know. But it's 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 really hilarious. Um I think Statler for me is the hilarious one right now, but I don't know. I yeah, too many repeat couples, too much of the same thing going on over and over and over. So, yeah. So let's get into first, um, if you agree with me, Gino and Jasmine, because I really, I'm getting tired of the same crap happening all the time. And it's just, how much longer can you drag this for? And it's getting to a point, even a lot of people out there that I've been reading through comments of different posts. I don't do this often, people, because it, it, it gets it consumes you, right? So if I see an interesting post that someone else has posted, then I will just kind of dig deep in there. But it seems like people are kind of just over this whole Gino and Jasmine situation. Like, and, you know, again, so this is where Gino, Jasmine decides to take him to the Panama Canal because he's an engineer and it's fascinating to him. And he's just like in La La Land, he's in a bubble and Jasmine's trying to talk to him and he's just like, wait, what? Like, let me just enjoy this. Let me just enjoy this. But then after this whole thing, they end up talking uh, to each other and having a discussion about this friend of hers, a.k.a. her ex, uh, who is uh, in her life and he didn't know about it until the best friend one of her friends told her that night they went out dancing, that there were more than just friends and they talk all the time and everything. And this is what's so irritating and hypocritical because we've seen Jasmine in the past where she doesn't allow Gino to do all these things. Like you can't talk to your ex, you can't do this, you can't do that. And this, 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 and that. And then all of a sudden when Jasmine's uh, Jasmine has pretty much full control and she's able to do everything, which is completely unfair to me. But this storyline, this couple is very exhausting to a point where it's just like, even my husband who comes in randomly into uh, to our room and when we're, I'm watching it on the television, she's just like, when are these two ever going to end? Like, what is, like, why are they still here? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I have to agree with your hubby. It's, they're annoying. Mm-hmm. They're annoying. I cannot... 
I mean, Jasmine finds fault with everything. First of all, she sounds like someone who just like, it's it's either a green card alert for her or something. Like I I can't see even with the fact that she's making herself miserable all the time. All the time. And it's just annoying. And finally, I was actually happy that Gino kind of like grew a pair and he called her out on it. But it's just like, can this couple please stop? I am ready to say, you know what, Gino, uh, we need to find a girl for you. Because Jasmine is not it. She's just not it. Um, she, like, is exhausting. She's exhausting to me, and she's not my girlfriend. She's not my friend. She's not in a room with me, but she's exhausting. And it's just like, ugh. I don't know what this man is seeing. I don't. I don't know if it's worth saying, hey, you know what? He can't find someone else who looks like her because there are plenty of beautiful women out there that would appreciate him. And she just doesn't. Yeah, she's just crazy. It's just, she's really reminding me of Mary on The Other Way, which we will be recording a separate episode just in case uh, not many people are watching all the franchises and spinoffs of this. I should say all these spinoffs of this franchise. Um, but it's just, it's really irritating and annoying because yes, I don't know. People are saying mixed things about these two people individually. And I feel like it's just exhausting. I'm tired of it. And sometimes I have to fast forward because it's just irritating. You know, Gino's really trying to step up, but I, I just don't, the big thing here, like you mentioned, what is in it for the both of them? For for my opinion, my opinion with this is that Gino, okay, he cannot get another woman as beautiful as her. That's his mentality right now. And he, he hates to lose her because he's got this eye candy. Jasmine, I feel like it's green card alert because, you know, I can really um, take advantage of this person and really get what I want, which she's already mastered at. And, you know, they talk about the whole situation, about this whole ex situation, how he's living in there and he's completely like in shock, like, oh, my God, he's in the same building. Is this is why you wanted to to move there? And that's not all of it, Gino. Like, she's hanging out with him. They're cooking together. They're having coffee. They're going out. It's just like, it's just odd. It's just really odd odd for me and i feel like she's keeping this man the ex around just to kind of have like okay for the show but also for her to kind of like i got someone that i can go sleep with because i'm not getting it any from gino so i'm just sick and tired of it yeah but even at that point it's like if that is so important to you and you're not getting what you want from your mate then maybe you really do need to break up and find out, find someone, as she says, you know, she can find a million men to sleep with. So then that's what she should do. It's like she answered her own question and she doesn't do it. Exactly. Exactly. But again, when it comes to being on television, if it was real life, she probably would have dumped him a long time ago. But now that she's on television appearances, this is what happens. 
how do you keep this man in your life? Because he's the one that applied for the show. I agree to it. And how do we keep going? Because she wants to become that Instagram famous celebrity. So this is where it get, I get conflicted because they've been on how many seasons right now? And the fact that they're still together and struggling about the same freaking problem, I feel like she's just sticking around because of the show. Well, remember, we had that with Ariella and Binyam who actually walked down the aisle and we're still, according to Ariella, having problems. And I didn't understand that either. Yeah, it's because she was getting a paycheck. She was still getting a paycheck from the show. Let's create the drama. Let's share our our problems that we still deal with every day. And let's get a paycheck. So, you know, after watching so much of producers talking about reality TV, a.k.a. Timothy and Whitney talking about the hills and the city and Siesta Keys, Laguna Beach. I'm just like, it's making more sense now why people do things for a reason. You know, they're not malicious in real life. They're just malicious on TV because they're being pushed to be that way. And the money is great. TLC money isn't that great, to be honest. So I don't know. I just, I feel like she's just building her platform and her brand. And then when, you know, TLC says, we don't want to cast you guys anymore. I think we're done then, you know, she's already got that foundation at the end of the day. Like, that's what I'm thinking right now. I guess so. I guess so. I don't know. But (laughs) these two, TLC, please. Yes, please. Like, uh, we're sitting here and and, and it's just, Jasmine is too much. Yeah, like, I don't care. Like, I do. Like, many people in this world probably don't care. I, I'm pretty sure each of them have their own fans. Just quit it already. Just let them go. I'm tired of it. Agreed. And I'm not even a fan of Gino. It's just... I, <laughs> I, I know, I me too. It's like, I don't want them on the television. <laughs> it's not on the television. We're not fans, TLC, if anybody's listening in their uh, production groupie over there. Because honestly, it's just... We have to talk about it. They're on it. We just, we have to talk about it. We have our own opinions. So here we are. <laughs> exactly. And, and and that's the way we feel. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So Can let's move, move on. on yes. <laughs> <laughs> you pick. Oh my gosh. So um, I believe it or not, I don't know why. I find Statler hilarious. I find Jeez. Statler absolutely hilarious. Um, so Statler lands. Um, and of course, you know, we know they didn't meet last week like they were supposed to. Um, for her, it's the next day. And she wakes up and she's not feeling so well. So she is like, she can't keep it together. We got this really graphic thing of, you know detailed version TLC what is with these details but <laughs> we got a really detailed version of how she's feeling um but she doesn't want to miss meeting with Dempsey so she scheduled going to the doctor and she thought it was contagious but thank goodness it's not unfortunately she had a parasite and so 
they gave her some medicine for the nausea and, you know, to hope that she passes the parasite. But she, when they gave her the medicine, she was already feeling better. So she decides, hey, you know what? Dempsey's getting off the train. I'm going to meet with Dempsey. Like, I love her determination. I just love her determination. So I'm like, oh my gosh. But she's so quirky. It's so hilarious to watch her. And it's 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 like hilarious and cute at the same time. So she is walking and she's like trying to make it. And, you know, when you're still kind of not feeling well, she just keeps like having these moments where she has to stop. But I think at that point, it wasn't really that she wasn't feeling well. I think it was her nerves getting to her. Like, you know, she's going to meet Dempsey in person. So I'm like, okay. But she they they're looking for each other looking for each other and finally they see each other and she has the weirdest comment she's like you're real now i don't know what you were thinking uh statler because it's not like you haven't video chatted with this girl so it's not like oh you know we're not having a uh tyree situation here um where where you know you've been catfished you've seen this girl you've had a conversation with her on video chat so you know she's real but it's just like you know she's like she's enamored but she has this really monotone thing and i think the thing that i found funny about it was I don't know if anybody's seen, I don't know if you've seen it, Angela, because these things on TikTok where people are pretending to be AIs on their live stream oh my God. for oh my God. hours on end. And it's really, in the beginning, it's kind of comical to watch, but I couldn't stand, see watching this for hours. But these people are making like thousands on their live stream, just sitting there acting like a glitchy robot. But she's very monotone and she kind of talks like that for a few seconds. And it's funny because Dempsey does point it out. She's like, you're very monotone. And she's like, yeah, I'm very awkward. Mm -hmm. and <laughs> it's just funny to watch these two interact because Dempsey seems to be so over the top and animated and Statler definitely isn't. And they don't know how to react to one another in fact, Statler buys her snacks because she wasn't feeling well. I don't know if that was the right protocol, though. Like, why would you buy some snacks because they're not feeling well? But, yeah, she bought her snacks as a gift because she wasn't feeling well. And, and Statler says, yeah, she has gifts for her, too, but they're back at her hotel these two are funny they're cute um i don't know where they're going with this because they're just beginning to see each other thank goodness with them there is no fighting so far because oh uh, i think that's that's what i find so cute about them is the not fighting because all of these couples seem to have fought so far and it's just like annoying but yeah, what did you think about them? It's definitely a breath of fresh air. 
Um, it, it, they're quirky, especially Statler and Dempsey. You know, she's it's their meat reminded me of two toddlers at a school for the first time and they're meeting each other. Like, yes, yes, exactly. Want to play with I, me? It's like, mm, okay. <laughs> I think that's why I found it so cute because it was like they're, they're just like so innocent and so you're like, yeah, I got this for you. Okay, thank mm-hmm. you. I got you something too. <laughs> yeah. That's the same feeling I got. And you know, it's it's a it's a breath of fresh air, despite of what she's gone through with her uh her stomach bug or parasite, which you know, it's she's trying to first she's like in shock like oh my god like i'm not getting catfish like she's just like damn like whatever she is on facetime like she's actually physically here so it is a shock because i cannot imagine being in that situation where you've been talking for someone like nicole and misha which we'll get into it's like they've been dating for apparently seven years and then you see them for the first time yeah i would be acting like statler to a point where you're like oh my god like oh like oh shoot you're real you're actually here like you know everyone reacts differently most of these couples we've seen they're like flying into their arms and like oh my god oh my god it's you like you know but for them too it's a little bit different uh but well, you know I, I i also think that was because like i don't think i would be like willing to willing to fly into the arms of my man if like he tells me he has a stomach bug like I don't he I don't think there was any explanation of hey it's a parasite it's not contagious whatever whatever it's like okay you came to meet me and you told me you weren't feeling well so it's like hey you over there yeah I see you especially like on the first meeting yeah because I mean you know we're still like we have to be real we're still post-covid so it's like you haven't said what you have so yeah I'm not looking to hug kiss or do anything with you not knowing what's going on (laughs) no for sure definitely um but it's it's just a breath of fresh air to kind of get something else with these couples because it's getting really just i think overplayed at this point and you know i'm curious and i'm rooting for these two hopefully they're um her stay there can give her that reassurance like this is who i want to be with she's obviously happy to see dempsey she's very excited of course she's sick but you still see that excitement regardless even though she's like dying inside but you know we do see them next week heading off to dempsey's uh town and she's a little bit like oh i'm a city girl and you live in the country so i'm curious to know how she's going to adapt to that but overall, I'm rooting for these two. Um, I just want to see more of their relationship, which we're going to because we were introduced to Statler last episode, which was pretty late in the game, which I kind of feel like because, you know, Mr. Tay-Tay here um, yeah. with his yeah. scenario, they had to kind of somehow, I'm assuming they had to kind of grab another couple and say, okay, we're going to put you on because this guy's not going to give us much. We got it. We need a filler. So I'm excited for their relationship. I hope she gets better and we'll see how she adapts to the country. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Again, I, I also am rooting for these two because they're happy. So, yeah. So who did you want to talk about next? 
Um, let's see here. Let's talk about Misha and Nicola because Nicola, because I was, I'll be honest, this couple's very intriguing to me. Why? Because we are finding somebody who is, um, re, what do you call it? Pre after conversion, uh, being a hardcore Roman Catholic. Nicola learning that oh yeah they're both devout they're both very devout. devout yeah and but we've got Nicola who's been doing that for many years we've got Misha who's just you know kind of started into a new journey uh but what was interesting for me they're doing a lot of sightseeing which is fine I know she ends up meeting uh, a family member but before we go into it they go into the city I believe it is a city where it's all like nightclubs the fun life and everything oh yeah and <laughs> she's just like let's just have a see let's have a drink and you know, oh you know Michelle I don't drink I don't drink it's 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 just very well we can have one drink it's okay but we can't have two, we can't have three, we can't have four. You know, it's just seeing him for who he is. And I love that he's blunt and she's blunt too, because I feel like they're both able to kind of see where they're at, talk it out, have a real conversation, even though he's hiding a bunch of crap, which is literally hiding Misha from his family. But it was interesting to see this part, which I feel like it's been a meme for the past like 48 hours now. And... <laughs> They're having a drink. They're talking about it. And she's like, well, I just want to go and let's just go inside the club for like five minutes. Just, you know, just five minutes. I just want to go to the club. And then they go into uh, the discussion about how she has like a cigarette uh, once a year and it's on New Year's. It's just one cigarette. And he's just like, oh, Misha, like his personality is what's intriguing. me. It's making me laugh. Because he's just so out there and he's just like, oh, Misha, I know we, we don't do that. We don't do that. We cannot smoke. We cannot smoke. And I'm just like, this guy is hilarious. And her face is just like, don't tell me. Like, she's, I feel like she's going to say one day, don't tell me what to do. Like, I do what I do. I do as much as I can. And this is the one thing I can treat myself with is one cigarette a year on New Year's. But going into that scene where she's, again, five minutes, five minutes at the club, Nicola, please just do it for me. She's, He's like, okay, okay, Misha, we'll go in there five minutes, just five minutes. And then 20 minutes later, they're dancing, yeah. they're having a good time. Like, dude. No, but I think the funny thing is he's like, five minutes because I know I'm not going to like it. I'm not going to like it. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. He's so determined that he's not going to like it. And she's just like, just give me five minutes. <laughs> and then you notice, like, he's the one that's dancing more than she is. And I'm like, oh, oh so he likes it. Mr. I wasn't going to like it likes it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for real. That was hilarious. And I'll be honest with you, when they met with the brother, I don't remember what happened because I was multitasking as I usually do. Because uh, sometimes these episodes can be dreadful and I'm just like, oh my gosh, I got to do something. So I do not remember what has happened. I do apologize. Uh, but I don't think it seemed to work out from what I caught the last bit of that segment with his brother. 
Um, and there was things that he said, I believe about her that he didn't like about like her messiness or something I may have caught. And I right, apologize. Right. He, he kept saying like, she's too messy. You know, they're, they're looking for him to be with someone that's more traditional. And, you know, it's like, okay. But it's, it's really funny because I think. He's the one that keeps saying slow down, but I don't think his family wants him to slow down. I think the slow down is all him, like really because he's trying to hide her from his family. So I don't I don't know how this is going to work for them. You know, it's kind of funny because it happens a lot when it comes to siblings. Hence, it does happen to me. It has happened to me where I found out my brother was dating somebody. And then I was just like, and I think it was uh, a couple months later, he was going to have a kid. And I was like, oh, all right. So how do you think I will feel about it? So I sympathize to all the brothers and sisters out there who don't know much information about their other sibling. And then all of a sudden, like information hits you hard in the face. and You're just like, well, why didn't you tell me? Like, who am I going to tell? Like, seriously, don't you trust me? You know, and it is what it is at this point. But um, <laughs> we love her and her family. But it's just like, why did you tell me? Like, I'm your sister. So I sympathize to all the brothers and sisters out there when they're kind of like in shock. Like, whoa. So you've been dating this person for seven years and you didn't tell me? Like, you know, but hey, it is what it is. But with Misha Nicola, Nicola I don't know... <sighs> I don't know if this is going to be something for them. I love that how he explained to her that, you know, he, she's like, you know, my kids, I have two daughters, they're going to college, they're going to drink, they're going to explore life, they're going to have fun, because they need to, they need to make their own decisions and learn how to, you know, take precautions and the consequences that come with it. And ask like, you know, is is this something that's going to bother you? Are you going to play a role? And he's just like, no, that's not that. Those are not my kids. Like they're not his birth kids where he cannot just step in right away and say, Hey, you can't do this. Or why are you doing that? Like you're a sinner and all that. So I'm glad he gave that type of response, but I'll be honest. I don't think this is a relationship Misha could be in because Nicola is very pure in a way of like, it's a first time for him for everything. And he follows the rules to a certain extent of what his beliefs are. And I don't know. I don't feel like this is going to work out for her. I I was feeling, I've been feeling like that ever since their conversation about him saying that she talks too much. Um. So I, I don't know. I don't know. And, and the other thing is like, even with the, with, him talking about like those not being his children my thought is my thought is is he expecting on having children that that's really a a question you know Mm -hmm. because everything really is a first for him right now and that's a good question. Is he is is he wanting to have children? That's a really good one because we honestly don't know. Um, but we'll see what happens with these two. And 
yeah i i the best part of that this whole episode was nicola literally dancing away having fun she's got another beer in her hand and she's living life <laughs> I totally agree. I totally agree. I I really expected him to run out of the club like, okay, five minutes, five minutes is up. So, yeah. <laughs> Misha, Misha, five minutes. Let's go. Let's go. Exactly. <laughs> no. <laughs> especially, oh. with her, especially with her having to change clothes the way she did. Oh, damn. And he's like, oh, oh, people are watching who like, who is watching tell me besides like, production yeah because i was like nobody is watching nobody cares so yeah who did you want to talk about next i guess we can get into my man t-dog who is absolutely delusional oh my gosh I cannot with him. Like, <laughs> give it up already. So, as we know, production has, has told Tyree in the very beginning of this season that Carmela is not real. He's been talking to a gentleman named Christian. They're not even sure if this person is in the Barbados, but he is convinced that there is a different story that Carmela is indeed real and that she is being held hostage by her husband who found out about them who will not let him speak to her because he's very jealous and he wants to go to the Barbados to explain to her husband that he didn't mean any harm and he fell in love with her online. Yeah, I, I it's it sounds as weird as it did when it came out of my face. Um, <laughs> real. So we've had how many people tell him that Carmela isn't real beside production? Um, it was production, and then I believe his sister mm -hmm. who said she found out that the video the pictures that they got were of some like um cam girl and then um and and then that and and then i think this guy that, that they went to which is he's a private investigator you know and he finds out that, yes, she is indeed a cam girl. He finds some, you know, videos uh, where this girl was actually talking. And he asks Tyree, you know, is this her, is this the voice that you're, you've been hearing? And he says, no. And it's like, oh. <laughs> it's just like, why, dude? And he still goes back into the spiel of how you know, her husband found out about them and does not want them to talk. <laughs> He's been texting her, you know, and she hasn't been texting him back. Um, 
he's hoping that at some point she can sneak away from her husband and sneak him a text to let him know that she's okay. Um, but this hasn't happened yet, people. Um, so he actually went and he told his mom and his sister. And I don't know if I would have been so eager to tell my mom. It would have been embarrassing. But he told his mom and his sister. And I think they were feeling bad for him until he says he has to go to make sure that what everyone is saying is true. And this is not his sister Lashanti that found out about the information. This is his other sister that takes care of him, helps him take care of his mom. Well, T Dog, I'm telling you, no one is holding her hostage. Um, I, I I can't stop you from continuing to text her and make sure that her well-being is fine. But, you know, even production has confirmed that you have been indeed talking to a man. But I implore if Neve or Max would like to, or Cammie would like to come and help this man figure out who he's been talking to. By all means, I am here for a TLC MTV crossover so we can help this man get to the bottom of this. I agree. I agree. I, I, I have nothing else to say because last night was just like ridiculous. It was such a waste of time. Buddy, just get over it. The man you were talking to was Christian. Carmela does exist, but she was never part of this whole thing. Like, I just don't get it. And and I, I feel I feel bad because this poor girl, her name is actually Carmela. And it's it's probably going to take one of those things where they, like, contact her and get her to write him a thing saying that she was never talking to him, you know. But, yeah, the girl, the cam girl, her name is actually Carmela. She's on a few sites. It, it's, it's just not, it's not who Tyree's been talking to. Yeah, and it sucks for this girl because whatever she does for a living, regardless, that's her life. And now that it's being exposed on national television and what happens if she actually is married, for example, or she is in a relationship and people just pick up like, shoot, like what the heck is this girl doing? You know, like this could be a potential lawsuit between Tyree and the guy Christian in the Barbados, which I don't know what would be like, but still like, it's like identity theft that he's caused Mr. Christian because he's stealing all her 
photos and everything and pretending to be her at this point. I agree. I agree. I don't know. I really don't know. It's super weird. It's really weird. I think we're just waiting for, a, I, I give it about three to four episodes being aired and just the word getting around. I think it's, it's going to explode. I'm not sure how or how she's going to react because she's probably going to say like, you ruined my business. Like, how could you like, there's just going to be a lot. And I feel like that could potentially happen if people are picking this stuff up. It's just, it's going to be scary for her because she's going to be like, what the heck is going on here? Agreed. I agree. I, I, it's this, this could be just really bad. Really, really yeah. bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yep. It can be. Well, we'll see what happens because really I'm more curious of how the real Carmel is going to react. Like, what are you doing? Unless the private investigator is true and says, you know, they come in groups, maybe they work together in something, but I doubt it. I feel like she has no clue what the heck's going on that somebody else out there has taken her photos. And it's like, yeah, her photos could be on the inner, like just anybody else. But I'm, I'm curious, like, how is she going to handle the situation? Because if Tyree keeps going on with this and tries to hunt her down, it's not going to be a good look for you, buddy. We all know that it was Christian that you were talking to at the end of the day. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, are we done with this couple? Yes. It's not even a couple. Are we done with him? <laughs> I know. It's just Tyree. <laughs> it's just oh a habit gosh. for us to say couple yeah but, but yeah i'm done we have one more and it's uh cleo and christian christian arrived last week's episode and we see him waking up we actually have two more we do how yeah, dare we, got, we we have cleo and christian and then we have riley and violet oh, jesus yeah okay let's continue on with riley uh sorry christian and cleo uh, so Christian wakes up the next morning. He's He says that he was very exhausted. He felt really bad. Um, you can tell Cleo was, wasn't too happy about that. Uh, but, you know, she's up as well. She's putting on her cream and stuff. And he's just like, well, I feel like Christian is... <sighs> I don't know what I see with him... Like, he's obviously very different towards her. He's kind of like, I feel like all the stuff that's put that was put in his in his head from his family is really getting to him. I just feel really bad for Cleo because I she's really trying hard to enjoy the moments, give him his space. Yeah, but I don't think, you know, like I I would have thought that the first night, but I don't think that now mm-hmm. i think and i and i and i and i i hate to say this i think he kind of fetishized her mm-hmm. where it was just like oh yeah this is going to be great but i don't think he thought of everything that was going to go into it mm-hmm. and she's just 
very because we're dealing with two different personalities. He's very extroverted. She's very introverted. Mm. And I think that's that's part of that's part of the issue with their dynamic mm-hmm. is that she's very introverted and shy, and she keeps she keeps stating that. Mm-hmm. But it's just like even now with him, like you know, and I can understand with the cream. In other words, is this something that I can touch? How long do I have to wait before I can touch her? But he's just weird with it yeah he really is like i i i like i get the i get the idea because and and for those that don't know yeah there are certain creams that when they're first applied you cannot touch them if you're not the person using them Mm -hmm. so i get that but it's just you know, to say, well, am I actually ever able to hug her? It's like a weird conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know. Like, he's making it awkward too on top of that uh, because they do end up going out and they go sightseeing. Now, remember, she's been very open of how she reacts when places are very crowded and small and you know she's very open about it and I love how she's self-advocating herself uh but it's I feel like has she's ever told Christian hey like this is how I feel when this happens like I don't know if they've had that conversation I don't think we've seen it yet but it seems like she seems like the person that's very open to say hey you know like this is what I have which she's already told christian from what it sounds like but again there's there are two opposite people like you mentioned and she's really doing a lot to allow him to do like you know let's go to a bar let's let's check some other place out you know and he's very he enjoys drinking. He loves that bar setting, but she's total opposite. Like she brought him to a boat where it was a bar and you can just have a nice time and just enjoy each other's company. And that's what she wants. And when they go to this bar, they're enjoying, he's enjoying it more than she is. And then all of a sudden he's just like, Hey, is there a party over here? Oh yeah. So I'm from, is he from Wisconsin? Wisconsin? Wisconsin. He's, he's, yeah, I think he's from Wisconsin. Wisconsin. I can't, I'm a Canadian. I can't pronounce some, some of these states, but (laughs) he's like, I'm from Wisconsin. Oh, it's a birthday. Oh, happy birthday. And it's just like, dude, dude, like your girl is sitting there. She's really trying hard. No, but I think the thing that got me with that whole situation was they had just had the conversation, like literally just had the conversation of you know you talking to other girl him talking to other girls while she's not there and he says I would never do that in front of you you know and then he turns around and he does it yeah and it's like ugh. it's so wrong <laughs> it's like, so dude, wrong we literally just had like not even two seconds ago, we just finished this conversation, and you're just like, 
hey, birthday party, it's your birthday. Oh my gosh, you're so amazing. I love to meet new people. And she's just sitting there like, uh, uh. And he's like, move closer, move closer. R really? And and I think the thing that he doesn't get because he keeps just like even in his his like side interviews he keeps saying you know I get that she's really really shy she's just really really shy and I I think that's the part he's not getting about her is that it's not just a shyness he's he's saying that she's shy but she actually cannot be around that many people yeah I honestly I don't think it's gonna work out <laughs> from from the these dynamics like they're two opposite okay well yeah my husband and I are really opposite people like I was an introvert. I became an extrovert with podcasting and speaking and everything. And I talk to people, have conversations. Uh, it can work out, but you have to consider each other's feelings at this point. Like you need to make sure she's okay. Make sure like she, he needs to understand that she can only do so much until she gets you know, all crazy. I'm not, I'm not saying like she's like she's crazy, but it, like because I get crazy sometimes. I get like major ADHD, and it's just like, uh, hey, babe, we gotta go. Like I, I just can't. Um, but I feel like she, they need to come with an understanding because she can just get. How do I say this? Like I'm trying to find the perfect words, like not out of control, but her symptoms can get really bad, and it's just like. He needs to understand that because this is not, it's not easy for her to be in a a bar like that, first of all, with a bunch of people, a lot of loud noise. It's kind of like sometimes when there's so much distractions, because I'm an adult with a learning disability. So when there's too much distractions, my ears can only, like, I may not pay attention to the person in front of me because I'm I'm getting intrigued by another conversation next to me and then there's something else happening over there so there's just too much happening at the same time. So I kind of completely understand what she goes through because there's how do you focus? How do you you know stay alert and then it just I, I don't know. I just feel bad. I really feel bad and Christian needs to kind of like wake up a little bit and I don't know. He's just so weird about this whole situation, like beating her and everything that I don't think he's up for it. Like, I don't know. That's just my opinion. I, I'm going off from many ideas and have like a clip of them in my mind of what irritated me about Christian. And I feel like he's just a jerk at this point. And, and that's the way I feel like he's just being a jerk. You know, it's, it's kind of like, like I said, he keeps saying she's shy. Like it's something she's going to get over but clearly she's not. This is this is part of, you know, this is part of who she is. Yeah. <sighs> it's unfortunate. It really is because Cleo seems like an awesome person. Like she's got yeah, some she good really taste. Does. You know, regardless of what she's got, like he's got to be more careful, like more, mm -hmm. you know, ease her in slowly. Like he's just like, oh, I want to know how she would be like if she's had a couple drinks. Maybe we can just get her out of her shell. Nobody. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and I get that. That's why I said he's like, 
he keeps saying like you know she's just shy she's just shy it's not just shy it's not just shy yeah because she can get easily triggered like uh, i i feel like i relate to her when it comes to setting like that like i'm talking to somebody there's so much happening but then all of a sudden i'm hearing this it's like i'm having a conversation with somebody else with my left ear and then i'm trying to listen to the person in front of me and sometimes i can stay out of focus because there's so much distraction and then how do you like literally cl like close everything off just to focus on this person and my eyes wander off because I'm seeing like oh look someone almost tripped someone almost dropped her bagel or you know somebody just picked up something from the floor that they you know because like that's unfortunate how my mind works sometimes and it's sometimes you you just really hard to focus when there's so much happening around you but yeah We'll see what happens with these two, but I really hope Cleo, if she's not happy in this relationship and feels like it's not going to work out, which I feel like that's what they're heading at, even though it's just been what, to a, a full day, but she's very smart to pick up like, mm, I'm not feeling this guy. Like he's not giving me affection. He's not giving me attention. You know, I, she's not going to be that one. That's going to be like everybody else in this franchise because they want to become Instagram famous. I feel like she's the one that's going to put her foot down, set out the boundaries. And if this is not going to work out, it was a great time beating you. Oh, definitely. Definitely. You know, because she's very straightforward. She really she's is very straightforward. So yeah. Mm -hmm. All exactly. right. Moving on to our last couple, which is Violet and Riley. Uh, uh, it's uh, <laughs> I know, right? It's just like I, I uh Okay, okay, okay. We haven't done this in a while. It's time for a nice cleansing breath. Okay, everybody in and out. We have to deep breaths, deep breaths. We've been doing deep breaths since we started uh, the 90 Day Fiance uh, recaps. So, okay, Riley and Violet. So they're off to a really rocky start um, since they landed. They're in a canyon. They're in rocks all over. Yeah, pretty. <laughs> <laughs> So the, uh, Violet shows up to meet him. They're at some uh, war site, apparently, uh, some sort of museum. Mm -hmm. And uh, oh my gosh! This... So, the, so the funny thing is, the fam clan goes, "Oh, great, another vet! <laughs> Yay!" So okay, not to say that the fam clan and I don't like vets, but it's just like. All of these veterans that TLC seems to find are very strange. They're a very strange breed. We had Kimberly, who's like, yeah, I can snap your neck. <laughs> now we have, you know, you know, Mr. History Lesson over here who's like, yeah, you see that? That's the eagle. That means that it's a U.S tank look at this it's like and and violet's like playing along she's like oh very interesting like it's just like but these people are all weird where do you find these people you just like must be a veteran must have a very quirky sense of style must have a very quirky sensibility what is it what is it that you put out there that you say 
yeah, this is the person for us. We can't just find the straight lace veteran who's like, yeah, I served my country, you know, and I'm just looking for love. We have to find the weirdest, strangest person ever. They do. They do. <sighs> but after that history lesson, this is where the real talk comes in. And he sits down with her and, you know, a lot of apologies were given and accepted how he says he felt disrespected and, you know, in my country, that's very disrespectful. Okay, uh, stop. <laughs> Let's not. Here we go. I have been waiting for this. I am so glad. Do it up. I'm, I'm giving you the floor. That you brought this up. Riley, dear Riley, dear sweet, special and awkwardly not funny, really offensive disgustingly making me want to find you and just punch you Riley. Okay. We all make jokes like that. Yes, we do make jokes like that. You know, we do it here in America. Stop making Violet feel bad for saying, Oh, he's ugly. We do. We make a lots of jokes like that. You know, Oh, you're ugly. We do it with our siblings. We do it with our friends. We do it with our family. So please stop making her feel like, oh my gosh, no, you didn't understand what she was saying. But guess what? You not understanding what she's saying is not her fault. It's your fault. We've got Rosetta Stone. As some of the homeschool kids will tell you, you've got Duolingo. You've got Babbel. You've got Babbel Plus. You know, for goodness sake, we've made fun of these darn translation devices for long enough. You could have gotten a translation device. You could use Google Translate. Please. No, you didn't know what she was saying, but that's all on you. She called you ugly. She told you she called you ugly. She said it was a joke. Get over yourself. She did not lie to you. You are so self-absorbed. It's annoying. Please stop. We make those jokes here in America. Everybody laughs. Ha, ha, ha. If we find a person takes it too seriously, we take it back. We apologize. But please stop. She didn't disrespect you. You're overly sensitive. Please stop it. Thank you. I told you I was going to give you the floor and you killed it. That's that's honestly, I I feel like he's really harsh on her really hard because he's got all this bunch of stuff in the back of her his mind that she's a liar. She's not telling the truth. She's she's holding a lot back and it's not fair. I don't understand why if he had so many issues, so many concerns, wanting to hire a private investigator. Why didn't you I, tell her that? I would have wanted. I mean, he, he claims he spent $8,000 to get there. My thought is I could have found something better to do with $8,000 than to go see some person that I thought was lying to me from the very moment I met them online. Like, seriously, $8,000 to fly hours and hours and hours to a different country to interrogate this person, to hire a private investigator, to see if she's still in love with her ex-husband, to think that she's in love with her friend. Yeah, that friend thing with the shirt off, kind of weird. But my dude, you went over there to a different country. Yeah, no. And if anybody thinks that I'm being harsh on Riley... Guess what? Yeah, I am. I am. Because he's just a whole pile of 
specialness. I'm trying to keep it PG because there are probably kids in the room. But yeah, he's, it's, it's just ridiculous. He makes her feel bad at almost every turn he gets. He also, let's not forget that, dude, you didn't buy a present for her mom. I could see not buying a present for her brother because you didn't know he was going to be there. But her mom, like, super disrespectful. Have you not watched an episode of 90 Day? Oh, wait, you probably did. Don't care. And, of course, like some other 90 Dayers, you probably didn't look up the culture enough to find out that, hey, you know what? I shouldn't have been just trying to get in good with our kids. I need to make a great impression on our mom. So, yeah, then let's not get to dinner where he says, you know what? In America, what we do is we allow our friends and family to meet. And I'm going to introduce you to my friend. So you do that. You turn on FaceTime and then you get up and go, you know what? I've got to go to the bathroom. I, I, I don't get it, dude. Like. And and your friend is sitting there like, well, why are you on other sites? If you really wanted to know this, guess what? This should have can't come from you, not from your friend. Not from your friend. She's not your mommy. I get I get it. She's like family. She's like a sister to you, but she's not your mommy. And as much as you sit up there and belittle this woman, like you are fully capable of saying, hey, you know what? Why were you still on a site when I got clearly got off a site? Now, here is the funny thing. You know, you had suspected that she was on a site. So you hired the private investigator. You found out that she was still on the site and you still went to Vietnam. Nam. Everyone kept telling you not to go, but you know, and honestly, if I were a friend of yours that told you not to go, I don't think I would be on the phone FaceTime with Violet. I would have said, Hey, you know what, bro? Uh, you are the reason you're out there. So you handle this, deal with it, come home and get over it. But it is not Violet's problem. You went over there. You deal with it. Ugh, I, I, I can't. This man will make me rabbit hole for longer than I need to. I agree with you. I honestly agree with you. And that's enough of Riley and Violet. <laughs> honestly, Violet, I feel like she's she's very smart and you know riley she should be thankful that she's got a job that she's still providing for her family regardless and i just don't like how the way she's treating um she, he's treating her it's so unfair it's not nice and i i hope she finds like in within herself like you know what why am i dealing with this like he's just bad energy from the beginning since he got here listen to your mom because she's like what the heck like what's going on here um but i really hope violet can just open up her eyes and say you know what forget it i'm done i'm done completely done oh definitely i i want her to be so done with this guy 
Like, I really hope her walking away at the restaurant is like literally her walking away. I really like, hope so, too. literally her walking away because, ugh. I mean, how many times can you someone sit up there and tell you, you know what? You lied. You're a liar. You lie. You lie. Like, and and then I think the thing that is when he does it, it's so condescending. Like he acts like he's talking to a child. Yeah. It's just like, uh, I, I really want to say, do just admit you want to be a passport bro and it failed. But anyway. <laughs> that's a whole other conversation oh my god it really is but but yeah no i i'm so over riley i am yeah. so over riley me too me too anyways let's wrap this up because we have another episode to record called the other way <laughs> another yes. train wreck of passengers but uh, let's wrap this up, guys. Don't forget to check out CQP Moments Podcast. And if you're not joining us on the next recording, it's okay. You always, you obviously hear from us next week. We still have more of Before the 90 Days. Let's see how these couples pan out. But thank you so much for tuning in. And that's all we have for now. Bye, guys. I'm Anthony. And I'm Jessica with the Beautiful Feet Podcast. Hey, it's your boy, Bromar, host of The Bromar Show. Hello, everyone. It's the Coupon Queenpin from the CQP Moments Podcast. What's up, everybody? This is your boy, Ken, a.k.a. The Gentleman of the Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. Hi, this is Stephanie Valente, your local massage therapist. And you're listening to a little bit of everything with Angelica. That's it for now. And thank you for tuning in on another episode of a little bit of everything with me. 